back in the building again here. Welcome. Welcome back. Friday, Canton, Ohio. Pro Football Hall of Fame. City. And not far from Akron, the home of LeBron James. Stephen Curry. <laughs> LeBron James delivered that. It's a yep. famous Ben Alcar quote in a meeting at one point. Yep. It's a good quote. Um, we're back here delivering more, ready to bring you another action-packed uh, episode here. We got Tim Weiss from Macaroni Grill. Had a fantastic interview with him. I'm sure you guys will love that. And we have another Know Your City. Uh, I think this time we're doing our hometown team of Cleveland, Ohio. So Cleveland drivers, let's get you prepped. Yeah. Study your city and we'll get going here. Yeah, and uh, you know, I wasn't here for the actual <clears throat> um, interview part of the thing where you got Christian with uh, Ben doing the interview. Um, I was on vacation out in AZ, Arizona, but uh, I heard it was a great podcast. Uh, fantastic. So stay tuned. Yeah. And that, yeah, that is a good tidbit though. Cause I, I don't think in the video I introduced Christian. Christian is our vice president of operations. I'm sure tons of you have spoken with him over phone calls. He still works dispatch here and there for us and helps us out when we need it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, yeah. T will not be in that interview. It's me and Christian, our vice president of operations. So yep. Yep. he's good people. Yeah. Don't great worry. people. Let's, uh, let's get into it. <laughs> All right. All right, folks, we're welcoming on our newest guests. We got Tim Weiss from Macaroni Grill. Tim, thanks so much for joining us, man. Would you like to uh, give our viewers a little, about, a little bit about you and what you do for Macaroni Grill? Sure. Um, I am uh, the regional catering manager for Romano's Macaroni Grill. Uh, that's taken on a different tone here in the past 12 to 18 months than it had beforehand. Uh, when I started, I had 11 restaurants in the state of Texas. I was responsible for on-premise and off-premise sales. Um, currently now, I have eight restaurants, including three in the Ohio area and five in the state of Texas. And I'm still responsible for on-premise um, and for off-premise sales, uh, catering, uh, business, business catering deliveries, um, what, re what receptions and weddings that are going on, those fall in my basket as well. So my job is uh, large groups that want to eat in the restaurant or large groups that want to eat outside the restaurant. For sure. Awesome. Man. And like we kind of discussed here pre-podcast starting, um, our viewership here, we're really trying to gear this towards the independent contractors and the gig drivers of the world and just kind of give them um, a platform and kind of a, a podcast they can listen to and get some just value out of a discussion with a delivery service and then obviously the restaurants they're servicing as well. Um, that being said, do you, can you just at least speak to a little bit um, about why the delivery driver themselves are so important to the process of a catering delivery? Uh, point blank, you guys are my hands and feet and eyes in front of the customer. The customer doesn't necessarily know that I am using deliver that or one of the big uglies, as I like to call them. All they know is, is somebody's walking in with their food. Um, and one of the reasons that I like services like Deliver That is because uh, you guys have a little bit higher of a standard. For sure. Um, I'm, deliver I'm not delivering one order of uh, spaghetti and meatballs to a guy in an apartment. I'm delivering $500 to $1,000, you know, $1,500 to a business. And there's an expectation when my food walks in and it's going to be hot, the order is going to be correct. It's all going to be there. And the person that delivers it kind of looks like they belong in a business. Um, so that last, you know, that last mile from the restaurant to the customer's uh, kitchen room or wherever they're eating is extremely important to me. 
because if that person is nonchalant, if they miss a bag, if they just don't seem to care, I may not get another order from that person. They may try somewhere else. Right. And to me, I can't afford to lose a $500,000 order because the delivery person was having a bad hair day. And so they just threw on whatever they had, um, you know, services like yours, where it's focused on the business, uh, catering is really uh, important. Again, it, you're an extension of Romano's macaroni grill. And while I can't make you wear a shirt, I like the fact that, you know, some of those services have a standard for the people that are delivering my food. For sure. Yeah. Tough to disagree with anything you said there. I think you pretty much knocked the ball out of the park. Um, you kind of led me into my next question here pretty easily. You know, what does catering do as a, an opportunity for your guys brand? Like you mentioned, you know, we're kind of a, another tip in your guys cap or another tool in your belt. Um, just kind of help accentuating your guys process and your brand and everything like that. Um, the catering business, like you said, you're getting you know large orders in front of multiple groups of people. These aren't single bags of food going to one person. These are deliveries going to 30, 40, 50 plus people sometimes. So can you speak to the opportunities that, you know, like the ROI you actually get on a catering delivery that goes really well? Perfect um, segue. Uh, I'll give you a, kind of an example. In 2021, uh, the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament, they held it all at one hotel in San Antonio, um, which made it great for me because I knew what 64 teams were going to be in San Antonio what weeks. And I used uh, my restaurant down there and deliver that. And the orders had to be literally delivered in a specific way to a specific hotel at a specific time. Um, and when that happened, when I got one team right and the next team right and the next team right, as the bracket guy. shrank, the teams quit ordering from anybody else but me. I actually fed three of the final four women's uh, NCAA basketball teams. Hell and yeah. now those teams call me when they're coming into town at my other restaurants. So if they go to play UT, um, they will call and have food delivered from the Round Rock restaurant. I have a restaurant in Fort Worth. Um, they'll go to play TCU. They will have meals delivered at the hotel or they'll come on site to eat. So it was absolutely huge for me to be able to target that group of teams over and over and over. And the nice part was, I think I had several drivers who did multiple deliveries. So once a driver learned, okay, you go to the hotel, you call this number, you wait in this line, they come down and take the food from you. When those orders came back up, you know, like I said, I had num a number of them grab the same orders. That is paying dividends. I mean, I have at least two teams a week that order from me, either delivery or in the restaurant, that are related to that 64 teams that met for the women's basketball tournament a year ago. So the, be able, the ability to be able to deliver on time correctly um, and not miss a bag. I can't deliver 30 out of 35 meals because then five people don't eat before game time. Mm -hmm. That ability has paid huge dividends for me. Um, same thing with corporate deliveries. Uh, when you're taking in uh, meals to doctor's offices, uh, they only have a certain amount of time to eat. I can't have the delivery be 20 minutes late, 30 minutes late, 40 minutes late, because the pharmaceutical rep is there waiting on the food. 
Right. So knowing that I have a little bit higher of a standard of person who's delivering that food and I've got the tools to track them, I can go on and see, okay, hey, my driver's at the store. Wait a minute. He should have left five minutes ago. I can call the store and say, hey, why isn't that driver out of here? And make sure that that driver gets an opportunity to be successful in his delivery because it's also about the tips. I want to make sure that the driver's got the bags. He needs to go take where he needs to get to. So when he shows up and drops it five, 10 minutes early, that customer's like, wow, this was great service. They either, you know, call me back or email me back. Hey, add 20 bucks tip to that guy. He was great. I love it when I get that kind of feedback. Um, so I can give the money to the driver, makes it, you know, makes them watch for my orders, but it also lets me know that the customer, you know, I'm going to get another order from that customer and another one and another one and another one. All it takes is one bad delivery that's 20 minutes late or they miss a bag and I don't see business from that customer for six months. Yep. That's a, that's a really cool story. And the, the biggest thing that came out of this to me is you have no idea how many restaurant brands that, that we speak to who don't necessarily have that same perspective that you just had towards the end of that, which is if you can do things on, on the store side, packaging wise or instructions for the driver, anything that makes the process smoother for them, anything that makes it a more lucrative financial opportunity, that's how you get drivers coming back to the same stores, the same restaurants. And honestly, the, the higher the standard is that we have for the driver, the higher the standard that driver will have for the restaurants. So there are times where we hear horror stories that happen at a restaurant and drivers will never take deliveries for that brand again, even if it's, hey, that was a different location. No, I'm never, I'm never taking any, any more from X brand. And it's strictly because they had a bad experience with one of their locations. Sure. I think anybody who's in catering sales, outside sales, needs to deliver for, needs to drive deliveries for two, three weeks. Amen. You have As, uh, to. You have to be able to understand. You like can't that. say XYZ office building. You yep. got to give a sweet number. You got to tell them, hey, you need to bring a cart because this yep. order has three gallons of beverages with it. I've got four bags of ice and you've got six lasagnas. Yep. You need a cart. And here's a number to call when you get there in case you can't find it. You've yep. got to give them that information to be successful. And again, a lot of that comes from having done the deliveries. You know, I've been in their shoes. I've, you know, gone to the restaurant, grabbed the food, taken it out, can't find the office building. It's not labeled or, you know, there's no way to get in. So the more information that I feel that I can give in that set of instructions, um, that way when the person gets it, they're, you know, they can read the set of instructions. And there's even times when I will text the driver and go, hey, listen, this is Tim with Romano's Macaroni Grill. Hey, it's my order that you're taking. If you have I know this complex. I know this hospital building. There are 17 different buildings and none of them are labeled. If you have any issues, you can call this phone number and she'll come downstairs to find you. Yep. Um, and just being, yeah. just understanding that the easier you make it for the, the driver to do what you need them to do, the better experience everybody has. Yeah, I mean, this is such a refreshing conversation yeah. to have. I don't think, I have like has, have goosebumps having this conversation right now. Cause you're li literally saying like, everything I would ever want to hear from a restaurant brand. I think, like you said, having the experience in the actual delivery field is so pivotal. And what we literally do on our end, when we hire a new employee, they have to take a delivery locally 
you know, before they really can get, you know, like get into the swing of things on ARM because we want them to, you know, understand how the application works with the driver, understand how to get a signature, take a picture, understand what happens when there's a wait time, understand what happens, like you said, when you get to a customer drop off and you can't get a hold of them immediately, you text them, you call them, you have a secondary phone number, you have special instructions, whatever it may be. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. You're just knocking every, all these questions out of the park, man. I, I, there's nothing, I, I feel like I could ask anything here and I'd love whatever you say. Um, just to kind of continue down this whole line of thinking here, um, obviously we know drivers who show up on time, drivers who look the part, drivers who have the delivery equipment, like thermally insulated bags, obviously those are the candidates you wanna show up at your stores, take your deliveries and be you know, repeat drivers for your brand. But are there any other things you, think a delivery driver can do that really would set them above the field and, and make them stand out to your guys' employees, your GMs, your DMs, and individuals like you. And then you know, like we have other brands who legitimately submit deliveries. They request specific drivers because they know they're going to execute on what they want. Do you have anything you know you could speak to that would maybe get these drivers noticed or noticeable? Um I, I yeah, you know, it's interesting when I get feedback from a customer, that's when I go and look at who the driver was specifically. Um, you know, I, I've had a number of them, uh, customers reply back to me when your drivers, for example, there are uh, uh, ch chafing kits. Right. So we will, you know, I'll put in the special instructions. Hey, don't forget, you need the wire racks. Because sometimes, you know, like everywhere, sometimes my restaurants remember and sometimes my restaurants are busy and a wire rack is forgotten here. Um, but I have had drivers who, you know, will text me, hey, your special instructions said wire racks. I don't have any wire racks. Great. You know, I will call the store right away. Hey, why didn't you give this drive? You know, that kind of just looking through the order, making sure, hey, I've got everything here. Um, you know, and, and the setup, um, I think a lot of times, uh, you know, about half the customers will let the orders come in to be set up about half the times they will just take it from them and set it up themselves. Having drivers that are, you know, uh, I guess conscious enough to go, okay, salad goes here, food goes in the wire rack here, cookies go at the end of the table here. Um, just having that experience, knowing kind of what that should look like. You know, that's the kind of driver that uh, I want. That's the kind of driver I will seek out, you know, and I'll, I'll use your tools uh, to go back and put the uh, feedback on the website. Hey, so-and-so was great. Um, you know, especially if I get comments from uh, the customer themselves, I will try to send that back up to the dispatch because I really want those guys to know, hey, we appreciate what you did. Um, I, you know, you've got, here's your extra 20 bucks tip the customer put on here. You know, please be looking for my orders when they come up and available because I want you back. Yeah, um, sure. Uh, I've had, uh, I've even had a couple of um, uh, my customers who invited the customer to stay. I, I had one in, in uh, Austin. They were having some sort of, I don't know if it was a quinceañera or a reception or whatever, but, you know, they invited the, uh, the driver to stay and party with them. And I thought that was like the ultimate compliment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, driver's that good. She set everything up. You know, because she texted me, hey, you know, they, they're, you know, they were happy. They gave me some uh, a couch tip, invited me to stay for the party. I'm <laughs> like, 
go back and yeah, stay. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it's those kind of things. Again, it's just showing that you care. You know, anybody can anybody can download uh, the Red Dash <clears throat> app and be a driver for them in five minutes. Yeah. And show up and drop food and walk away. It's those people that actually take this seriously and, and understand that they're, you know, representing a business. Those are the ones that we want back. And I want I, I want them taking my deliveries and push to the front of the list when I have an important delivery. Yeah. I think a lot of what you're speaking to is is really great advice for other restaurants who are utilizing contractors and maybe those are contractors on, you know, third party platforms, so to speak. It sounds like you have pretty hands-on communication during a lot of the deliveries that go on. Is that something <laughs> is that something that you have obviously with your internal employees, but do you have that with, you know, contractors of every platform? Um, so right now, uh, with the staffing shortage that exists everywhere in the world, uh, I have eight restaurants. I think I have one restaurant with a part-time delivery person mm -hmm. in Texas. I have one restaurant in Ohio, uh, with a part-time delivery person that covers two of them. I am hugely dependent upon services like deliver that for all of my business. Okay. Um, I don't have, a, I used to have two, three people at every store mm -hmm. um, and they would be doing, you know, two, three deliveries a, uh, a day and managing all, and I was managing them. I'm at the point now where I don't have, I'm lucky if I have servers in the restaurant. Yep. I am very dependent upon uh, services like that. And because it is so important, uh, if you can see that here, I got a nice, you know, 44 inch, monitor with multiple windows. Mm -hmm. um, I know when my, you know, 30 minutes ahead of time, uh, I will bring it up and make sure that the driver is headed to the restaurant. Got that I will make sure that the driver's at the restaurant. Um, I will make sure that the driver leaves the restaurant. Yep. Um, and if he's at the restaurant for more than 10 minutes, I'm calling my restaurant going, uh, hey, what's the issue here? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's already left. No, he hasn't. I can I can see him on my monitor that he hasn't left. Yeah. Why isn't the food out? So, uh, you know, I manage it the same way I would manage uh, my staff. Know where they are. Have they left yet? Um, I used to require my delivery drivers to text me. Hey, just let me know you're leaving. Yep. Because I want to know that you've left. So when the if a customer calls me and goes, Hey, it's an hour later and the food isn't here, I'm concerned for my driver and my driver's safety. Mm-hmm. That's my first thought is, oh my God, I know they left. It's seven o'clock at night. Are they on the side of the road or something? Yep. Um, my second thought is, why are you late? But my first thought obviously is the safety and concern yeah. for the drivers. And I'm, I'm doing the same thing with the, with, with like the drivers to deliver that. I will look and make sure that they've arrived uh, and then they've left. And if there's something I know about this customer, it's in a hotel, um, you know, they are, the office building maybe you know it's an office building and i know that they've got locked doors i will you know text the driver hey be sure when you get there to call this number and they'll come down and let you in so i i manage these uh, delivery drivers the same way i would my staff uh, and make sure that they have every opportunity to to succeed very cool yeah it's, it's, it's amazing yeah it's so cool to hear you describe all of those things because that's 
that's really how we're dispatching throughout the day. Obviously, it's at, it's at quite a large scale looking at all of these different cities that we're dealing with and contractors, but that's exactly how we're managing them, right? We're doing the reach out to make sure they're leaving on time. We're watching them approach these restaurants, watching them approach the drop-offs, making sure everything's going smoothly. And you've really you know, taken that into your own hands and treat these contracted drivers the same way you would as your employees. And another thing that was cool to hear you touch on, and I think it's powerful for our drivers to really understand, is where the industry's at right now. Like you said, the staffing is very challenging. You guys have shifted towards primarily outsourcing the delivery, it sounds like. And I think that's a great thing for our drivers to really understand is the value that they're bringing to your restaurants and the fact that at the end of the day, they're doing it to, you know, give themselves financial freedom, give themselves work flexibility. But really the name of the game for us, and I think for a lot of our best drivers, is that they're solving a pain point. You know, they're getting to help customers, they're getting to help restaurants. Um, and I think that's something that doesn't get spoken about quite enough. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with it, Again, it's difficult uh, to trust a $500,000 order um, to a independent third-party person who doesn't have uh, have to put something into it to be part of it. Yeah. You know, uh, again, you can, my, my 16-year-old uh, could download an app from someplace else, take a picture of the car and be delivering. Yep. I wouldn't trust my 16 year old with one of my catering deliveries. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll trust him to serve salad at the uh, full service I take him to. Yep. But I wouldn't trust, you know. So the fact that you guys seem to have uh, a little more of a professional uh, person that is downloading your app, becoming on a driver on your platform, and understanding what they're doing, um, I think is also advantageous. Another reason why. You know, when I'm forced, when I'm looking at a delivery, you know, I'm my first thought is, okay, how do I slide this over to deliver that and, and make sure it gets done right? Yeah, Love to hear I that. Mean, that's yeah, amazing, all of it. Um, I don't. You have anything else you want to touch on? That's uh, he knocked my question out of the park. I got, I got nothing else. No, I think you killed it. I think a lot of this stuff will will provide a lot of value for our drivers, just understanding what your perspective is like. And this is something that we're probably going to push out primarily to the to drivers on our platform. But from the bottom of my heart, I think I think you've done a great job of providing what the restaurants should be doing and what their expectations should be, how they should be managing platforms like ours. It doesn't have to always be ours. But when you're dealing with contractors or you're dealing with a third party delivery provider, there really needs to be a partnership mentality. And like you said, you really understand how deliveries are executed because you've done it. And our entire slogan is by drivers for drivers. So I don't think we would be successful managing all these contractors if an overwhelming majority of us hadn't taken tens or hundreds of catering deliveries <laughs> ourselves. I know that's how I got started. So that's really the perspective that you have to have, because if you don't understand what the person's going through that you're communicating with, there's no way to have empathy for their situation. There's no way to come to terms on how you're going to troubleshoot things. And it's really great to hear that you're managing it in that capacity and that you have that perspective on things because, you know, 90% of the time things are going to go fantastic and you can be pretty hands off with it. It's all about that 10% of the time. How are we problem solving and how are we as partners where we get through this together and we make sure that you're not losing business, our contractors aren't losing business um, and everyone's really getting their goals met. So 
yeah, I, I really appreciate the perspective that you've brought to the table today and how your approach is to, to the partnership so far. Thank you guys. Um, again, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to have uh, a partnership and a platform that I can kind of, you know, trust, I guess is the word that I'm looking for. And if I've got four deliveries in a day, um, you know, I may not be watching all four, but I may be watching this, this important one, but I've got the other ones kind of printed out and on the side here. So, uh, again, uh, when I'm fighting for every order that I can get, um, yeah. you know, and the reason a lot of the deliveries are important to me is, you know, as a salesperson, I'm compensated on sales. If I'm not getting that, if I'm not making that customer happy at, at the end point and, you know, somebody else steps in, a Panera or a Jason's Deli or somebody else steps in and gets them the food next time, I could lose a $500 order for the next six months. Yep. And that affects my pocketbook and, you know, directly affects my pocketbook. Um, and so these kind of things are critical to me. How do I make sure, you know, I trust my teams to cook the food. I trust my teams to package the food. And it's, it's nice to have a team that I can trust that I know that will pick it up. And like you said, 90% of the times it gets there, it's great. Everybody's happy. And that 10% of the time we can troubleshoot and make sure that uh, the customer understands, I care that it wasn't perfect. And here's what I'm doing going forward to, to make sure it's better next time. Yes, absolutely. And that, that's the name of the game. So awesome. Appreciate your time so much, Tim. Yeah, do you uh You bet guys, we, thanks very much. Before we go here, Anytime. do you have um a way anyone who wants a catering delivery, any way they can get in contact with you, any social media you'd like people to take a look at? I don't know if macaroni grills big on Twitter or Instagram <laughs> or anything. I don't know if you need uh, some followers, but Yeah, we've got a website, uh, you know, macgrill.com. Um, you can go on there and place your catering orders. Gets uh, it'll get forwarded to me. I cover Texas and Ohio. So if anybody needs anything in Texas or in Ohio. Uh, it's Tim, T-I-M, period, W-E-I-S, at macgrill.com. Awesome. So feel free to shoot me an email um, or, go on, like I said, go on the website. If you put a request in and you're looking for catering in one of my stores, it'll flow right to me. Amazing, awesome. man. Thank you so much. Thank you. And for then I'll just text it out to deliver that. Right, there you go. <laughs> That's all that matters, right? Thank you, Tim. Thank you so That's much. That's right. Thanks, Thanks guys. Have a great all day. Right. All right. I mean, how do we feel about that one, T? I mean, I got a chance to look at it, and uh, I don't know. It was, it was one, of, one of the better interviews, I think, that uh, we, we've, we've had with um, uh, catering managers and whatnot. I don't I want to say better, but it was just very interesting. Yeah, I think um, realistically, I, as much as we're trying to bring value to our independent contractors and gig workers here, we're hoping to watch these interviews. Uh, a lot of things he said would apply readily and almost immediately to a lot of restaurants who utilize deliver that and other services as well like you saw mm -hmm. he um even showed his setup and like how he views our deliveries going on at home he's calling his stores calling the drivers checking in on them i think the way he operates his business specifically with macaroni grill is almost the ideal partner to have you know he's very hands-on he cares he's yeah. in it you know aggressively watching it every single day making sure everything goes off without a hitch and just tough to ask for much more than that from a guy like him who's obviously way busier than we can imagine i assume oh yeah absolutely and i really liked the uh story that he had about the final four yeah uh, yeah, yeah. i built up all, all all that business just from uh and it was awesome to be a part of that 
um, just from taking those catering orders to those teams and then how he's created repeat business and also just sure. ended up doing all those teams. Yeah. And yeah, like he said, and obviously everyone just saw in the interview, but yeah, I mean, he literally says those, when those teams come to town now, they still hit them up and, and still yeah. get that catering. So that's exactly what we're looking for, right? We want repeat business for our drivers, repeat business for the stores, for the customers. And and everything it's, can move from there. That's just a great example of how a driver can make a difference in uh, in oh, a whole yeah. somebody's whole business, and how um, also how a third party delivery service can also be an extension of somebody's business. Yes, for sure. It wouldn't utilize correctly. I yeah. agree. Full full heartedly agree there. All right, man. Well, we got a, a know your city here. Let's uh, let's get in that. I think we're doing Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio, let's baby. Get that it's hometown. Wheel spinning, and we will pick out a driver here. All right, Jim. Let's give that wheel a spin there, bud. All right, spin it up. All right. We got Earl Z. Earl. Good guy. All right. That's a great guy. So we're going to give Earl Z a call, give him these three questions. We got we got some good questions. He could get them. We're going to be multiple choice today. All right. Let me pull them up here. Ooh, right here at the top. All right. That uh, that last question too. Let's, the bonus is gonna be the high school, and I got the answer. Hey, what's up, Earl? Tristan here. Uh, with deliver that, calling you back. Okay. Hey, man. So we got you on the uh, the delivering more uh, know your city podcast. It is the it's game show we have here where we're gonna ask you three questions. These ones are gonna be multiple choice about the city of Cleveland, and then for each one you get right, you get five dollar incentive on your next delivery, and then if you get all three right, you'll get a T-shirt shipped your way as well. Wow. All right. You ready? You're Let's good for it. this? Yeah. Let's get it, Let's Earl. It. All right. Oh, we got me and Ben here, by the way. So, all right. First question here. I'm just going to be multiple choice on all of them. Uh, Cleveland was the first city to have what? So, the first city to have what? Gas-powered vehicles, first electric traffic signal, or canals for shipping? You want an answer for all three or just one? No, no, yeah. no, those are the choices. Yeah, yeah, which one of those is were we the first to have? Gas-powered vehicles, first electric traffic signal, or canals for shipping? Oh, canals for shipping. Oh, uh, that's yeah. not it. That's not it. That's not it. It actually is. Oh, no way, man. We had Erie Canals. I know. That's yes. what I would have said, too. I thought it was kind of yeah. hard question. Is that, it's the first traffic signal, the, uh, the corner of Euclid and East 105th. Yeah. First electric traffic yeah, I, signal. I know it was invented here, but I, I, I thought the canals were first. All right. Yeah, it's a little tricky. Oh, well. Sorry, we got two more. Yeah, that's all right. Let's do them. All right. So I'm not going to lie, man. I thought this one's pretty hard because it's a numbers game. But how many presidents were born in Ohio? I think this one's pretty common knowledge. Okay. Two, six, eight, or ten? Oh, man. I only know two. All right. Let's go. Before you answer, let's actually right. minimize it down like the last ones where it's only three questions, three answers. So okay. we're, we're going to we're going to get rid of six, two, eight or ten. Let's go with eight. Yeah, there we go. that's it. <laughs> let's go, yeah, baby. Eight, eight presidents. I think I think seven were born in Ohio and there's eighth who moved to Ohio as a child. Uh, we got William Harrison, Ulysses S. Grant. Rutherford B. Hayes, James Garfield, Benjamin Harrison, William McKinley, William Taft, and Warren G. Harding. Wow, I don't even know all those, to be honest. Yeah, oh, I just looked at I, I, I recognize all those names. So I was... 
Yeah. 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 Good, good friends of mine. All right. One for two. One for two. Let's get this last one. All right. Here we go. Which comic book character was created in Cleveland? Uh, Superman. Oh, man. Right off the red. Oh, man. Oh, man. Didn't even give him the option. Wow. All right. That's 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 10 bucks on your next delivery. Earl, Earl, if you if you if you can guess the high school where the creators were from, their names were Jerry and Joe, the west side of Cleveland. What high school? And we'll send you that shirt. Oh, boy. West side of Cleveland, you west said? Side. West side. I, I think Cleveland. west side. So I, I, I think, I think a, the, the colors are red and black. Red and black? Yep. Well, it's not John Marshall. Nope. Um, West Tech? No. Which one is it? It's, uh, it's no. Glenville. Glenville High. Glenville, yeah. Is that still around? Yeah, they got a, they're got so. pretty good at football every year, I believe. That's uh, where uh, I think, man, there's there's been a few good players out of there. So that's where Earl Zodi went. Yeah, <laughs> Earl Z, baby. <laughs> I went to Marshall. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. Well, Earl, man, thank you so much for coming on the the show here. This will probably uh, you'll probably see this out here soon. You can see the recording, and we'll we'll let you know. Cool, man. Yeah, we'll get that All ten right. bucks on your next delivery as well, Earl. Thank you so much, man. Okay, great. Yep. All right, have Good a good one. Easy, man. We'll see you. All right, bye bye. Bye. That was good. I love I don't I I'm kind of scatterbrained on which which viewer like what order these viewers are going to see the ones we've already done in. Yeah. But but I know the guy in in Vegas, he mm-hmm. got the that our first question right like on the without us even giving the options. Mm-hmm. I love when these drivers get the questions right without us even giving them multiple choice. Really yeah. really gets me going. Yeah. I mean I'm not gonna lie. The first two questions, I would, I literally would not have known. I would have went with canals too, just because we got, you know, Canal Fulton, we got the Erie Canal, you know, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Well, you know, that's why they call it that. Random township we live near. No, but it's, that's why they call it because of the canal. Oh yeah. That's why yeah, they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I, he got two out of three, which is pretty awesome. And that high school question, that would have been an absolute automatic shirt. Well, I thought, yeah, I don't. I mean, he knew Superman very quickly, so maybe yeah. he's a comic book buff and like happened to know. I don't know. You never know. Yeah. But that was awesome, man. Uh, happy that Earl Z uh, could come on the show here and have a have a good time with us. Yeah, as always. Yeah, we we love having you guys on. I'm sure if you haven't had your city mentioned or you want to be involved, let us know. Comment. Yeah. Hit the website up. I deliver backslash podcast. Let us know you want to come on and do the segment. Mm-hmm. We'll gladly get you guys up here. And we'll have more segments coming out too. If you guys have any ideas too for segments, definitely feel free to leave them in on our page to you know any ideas Definitely. you want to do we'll, we'll be happy to look into them uh, but we'll be coming out with some more that also has some engagement with uh the contractors out there so yeah for sure yeah we're trying to do segments that keep you guys involved right we don't want to just like present you guys more information that mm-hmm. you know you either care about or you don't or you don't we we really want to get you guys involved in the podcast have you guys as guests whether it's video audio whatever and, and that's what we're trying to do here so yeah also if you think our questions are too hard just uh, leave a comment yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're not asking what the abcs are right? no it's true it is we're, true you have to know you actually have to know your yeah, city yeah you gotta know the city yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's fair for. yeah i agree all right well let's wrap it up then t uh all right i mean like always i already mentioned the link but again jim will throw that link in the bottom of the video i deliver that.com backslash podcast submit to be a guest submit some questions sign up to be onboarded as a driver onto the deliver that platform Leave comments on the YouTube channel if you're watching this video feed. Like, share, subscribe, whatever you guys can do to help us get this in front of more eyeballs. We obviously would appreciate that as much as possible. And we'll try to continue to bring value to you guys 
and your daily lives as independent contractors. So thank you guys again for viewing this and joining us, and we will see you next Friday. Thank you all. Over and out. See you. Thank you.